DJ, PK, and David Ferdy, NBC Golf Channel uh, host and commentator, joins us now. He is uh, coming to town. He's also got a stand-up routine, and he is coming to town to Kingsbury Hall. He joins us right now on the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. David, good morning. Good morning, man. Hi, Ari. We are doing quite well. So, when did you decide to uh, branch out? Because uh, we've all heard you uh, on the golf course, and you're funny during broadcasts. Yeah. And we've seen your Golf Channel show, and now you're doing, doing stand-up as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how it happened. Uh, I was in Canada about five years ago doing a, a corporate engagement, um, you know, which is essentially the same thing, but an hour shorter. Um, in, in front of less people, there was a promoter there, and uh, he said, "Hey, you should do this, uh, you know, in theaters." And uh, we gave it a try, and it's been going five years. So, the content of your show—how much is it involving golf, or is it all about the funny stuff that you know in golf? No, it's it might be uh, sort of forty percent golf, something like that, but the rest of it is is, is stand up, you know, uh, and uh, storytelling. Um, you know, I make no bones about it. I tell other people's stories, uh, but they're uh, stories that if I don't tell them, they'll die. You know, from men like Ken Venturi and, uh, you know, Arnold Palmer. Uh, it's, uh, you know, stories that were in black and white, you know, back when cigarettes were good for you. Things <laughs> like that. David Faraday, live off tour, is coming to Kingsbury Hall on August 27th. Do you find you need to do stuff like this to just kind of keep things fresh and interesting in your life as opposed to not that commentating on golf is awful or anything, but, you know, it kind of could get routine and get boring to just kind of mix it up and keep things interesting? Yeah, um, I I do. I mean, both both sides of the career are interesting, that's for sure. But comedy is, uh, you know, comedy is difficult. You know, you get handed a microphone uh, and, uh, you know, you go out and and be funny in front of a thousand people for, for two hours. It's kind of intimidating. Um, you know, so when I get through it, uh, you know, I'm very jumpy for the shows. You know, once I get into it and I feel like I've uh, a tremendously satisfying feeling that you've got an audience in the palm of your hand, you know. Being from where you're from in Northern Ireland, what did the British Open mean to you? Oh, it was uh, it was extraordinary. Uh, you know, the, the people, all the people of Northern Ireland were so grateful um, and I think it was reflected in the in the atmosphere um, that, that was around all week. It was just amazing. I uh, and I didn't believe I'd see it in my lifetime, with uh, you know the troubles that we've had there. Um, you know, so it was uh, you know emotional uh, as well as you know spectacular, if you like. You know, we all watch majors now, and everybody got spoiled by Tiger. So some golfer comes in and wins a third, a fourth major at a young age, and it doesn't really matter who it is, if it's Spieth or McElroy or Kepka, And we're all waiting for him to go to six, to eight, to ten. What should the realistic, I mean, fans realistically, what should we expect of these guys who've accomplished so much at an early age? I'm sorry. What what do I expect of them? What yeah? What should fans expect of these guys who've accomplished a lot at an early age? You know, the, the, these kids. Uh, it, it's more difficult to win majors these days than than it was back when I played, and you know, it was uh, more difficult when I played than it was back. You know, in the '60s and '70s, there's just the the talent out there. 
is uh, uh, the strength and depth is there uh, that uh, that wasn't you know back 50, 60 years ago. So when you look at what Tiger did, you know winning fifteen of them, um, you know that's uh, that's such an amazing accomplishment. And you know anybody who won a major in the Tiger Woods era, it's that was like winning two because you had to beat him as well. So uh, you know the, this is the best golf I've ever seen. Uh, what we're we're watching now it's just the evolution of the species i'm wondering david if you almost think that it's a, it's an undue burden to win a major so early because we look at somebody like spieth and then uh, mcelroy and because tiger has set the standard in this generation or this era post jack it's like these guys if they do it by x amount of uh majors or whatever by 24 25 it's like we're expecting them to really take off and it seems like, and you would know this far better than I would, it's like these guys are getting caught up in trying to achieve something because they've already achieved it, and now they have the pressure to build upon it. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. With Spieth, uh, you know, is, is a good example of it. You know, he, he's a victim of his own first season. Um, you know, people have such high expectations of him. And, uh, you know, this that, that was the season of a lifetime. You know, it's difficult to follow that up. Uh, with uh, with anything spectacular because you've been so good the year before, and uh, with Jordan it's just a magic matter of confidence. Uh, you know, it's, it's between the years uh, as it is for uh, for all of us out there. David Faraday joining us here on ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. So I'm wondering as the money gets big and the pressure gets big and all these guys are dealing with social media, things for lack of a better word can get kind of corporate kind of buttoned up now you're yeah. out on you're out yeah. on you're out on tour telling these stories that as you said you know if you don't tell them they die right some of these stories 40 60 yeah. 70 years old are those stories getting created now or are these guys got to be so careful that in a way they're kind of missing out because even the stories that are funny goofy weird it's part of what makes life charming yeah, um, I, I think uh, you know with the advent of social media and uh, there's a camera everywhere and a uh, you know, a microphone everywhere. So players are going to be a, a good deal more careful than they were back, you know, even 25, 30 years ago in my playing career. Um, and it's kind of a shame uh, because it does, it sort of knocks the characters down. They're still out there, but, uh, you know, they have to be really in private. To, uh, one of the things I like about my show and on, uh, you know, the Golf Channel show is I get to show people maybe that other side of them. David Faraday joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Who are the real characters on tour now that would, uh, you know, you'd like to introduce, it's not, you can't do time travel, but you'd like to introduce to somebody 50 years ago. Who are the characters then and who are the characters now that, you know, we, we don't know because we're not out there rubbing elbows with them the way you do. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've, I've done that in the show, you know, Ricky Filer and, uh, you know, and, and not just, uh, you know, golf stars. Uh, people like John Lester and, uh, you know, just introducing them to each other, you know, is, is kind of cool to watch. But, you know, in terms of golfers from uh, from the past, I would love to see old Tom Morris or somebody come back and, and just to see the ball spin on the green. You know, he would think it was haunted, <laughs> you know, hacking the, the ball around with a, you know, a club and uh, I think it was a badger's testicle stuffed in seagull feathers, what they used to play with. So it would be interesting to bring some of those really old-time players back, you know, to see what the game is played like today. 
Where do you think is Kep? Where do you think Kepka is going with this right now? Boy, I'll tell you what he's, he's running away and hiding. It's uh, yeah, and I, I don't think anybody can catch him. Uh, I'd be very surprised with the format that they have this week. You know, he shots. He starts uh, at ten under. Um, you know, giving him uh, you know some shots over uh, over seventy two holes. You know, for the, for most of the field, there's you know six, seven, eight, nine, ten back. You know, it's uh, it's going to be hard to catch uh, Brooks Koepka, that's for sure. David Faraday joining us here on ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. You're coming to Kingsbury Hall and uh, doing your uh, your stand up on August twenty seventh. Uh, how do people find tickets for that? Um, just go to FahertyOffTour dot com. And uh, you'll get uh, all the details, com. Well, thanks for a few minutes this morning, David, and uh, good, luck with the, good luck with the show. Yeah, all right. Thanks a lot. Maybe I'll see you guys backstage. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> David Faraday. David Faraday joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, talking a little golf and talking about his, uh, his stand-up tour coming through town.